0: now that i have your attention before the show starts i want to place a little ad real quick about an auction that is going on live on tiktok tonight friday night at 9 p.m friday august 18th at 9 p.m i'm going to be holding an auction on my main page and the proceeds from this auction are going to benefit change and change in their Burn Down Ranch where they provide housing and all care needs for survivors of human trafficking to heal and get ready to come back out into the normal world. Um, anybody who would like to donate anything to the auction, please message me either here or on my name. So that is Me Smalls KillingMeSmalls99. She is on TikTok and is trying to raise money for the Burn It Down Ranch for Change Unchained, who I have done promotion for on this show before. Um, This video that she created was to get people to donate things for this auction that is going on tonight, Friday night, August 18th at 9 p.m. I believe that's Eastern, but obviously you won't have enough time to get that unless... You want to make a donation? Um, hit me up if you can't get a hold of her. It's killing me. Smalls with two X's, ninety-nine. I'll I'll put that on the prologue of the show. If you want to reach out to her, if you have something that you want to donate for this auction. All of the proceeds are going to Change Unchained. If you need to know more about Change Unchained, you can get onto Change Unchained on TikTok. I believe they're on Instagram as well, or message me, and I will give you all of the information about it. They are an amazing group. They're a 501c3. They hunt down uh, traffickers. The survivors that they bring back, they bring you know to them to the Burn It Down Ranch and get them assimilated back into real life they have counselors they have the tiny homes they have gardens they have um, counselors that are there just an amazing facility for these people to go to Um, you can check all this out changeunchained.com as well but killing me smalls trying to raise money do what she can play her part to give money back to give back in, in general to change unchained so I just wanted to bring that to you. If you want to be a part of it, get onto her page. uh, Killing Me Smalls 99. It will be in the prologue, and, uh, man, I wish her the best of luck. And uh, go change Unchained. a little extra Lambo podcast coming to you from the palatial podcast studios right here Spokane Washington how is everybody out there doing in podcast land this beautiful Friday morning cannot wait for you to have today's guest in your ears we have on none other than double and Glenn we have a guy who has a very vast social media presence along with the the TikTok presence that he has. He is the pickup guy. Or that's what he's known for is the, the pickups. But he puts out a lot of other great content as well. But he is the guy. When you start a new account, uh, he's the guy that will give you the pickup. He'll send you the shout-out. He'll do the Patriot pickup. He will get your account out there so other people can start following you again. He understands how... TikTok works, how social media works, how these algorithms work, and he's there to help out everybody else. So, Glenn, thank you for coming on to the show today. Um he had a meeting to get to, so we only had him for an hour. And but I think that hour it, it was great conversation. Um not so much uh diving into the the politics. We did touch on it, but we talked about some other stuff and I think you're going to find it pretty interesting because I found it pretty interesting because uh, it's kind of something that we grew up with as the show, as you get into the show, you will understand what I'm talking about. So I uh, got a couple other guests coming on. I've got Chris Barber coming on. I got conservative aunt coming on and those will be in the next couple of weeks. Chris Barber has the trial coming up. So he's still trying to get money for his legal fees. the, the country of Canada is coming down even harder on him now and they have upped some charges and they have added a couple charges and it's fucking crazy when it comes to the, when it comes to the, the presence that Chris Barber brings because of the trucker convoy, Canada does not want that ever to happen again. And they're going to make an example of him that's really all this is they these charges are unbased they are unfounded but communist trudeau dictator trudeau is trying to push it through so that is what the courts are going to do and they're going to suck up every nickel every dime that chris barber has in legal fees that's all they're doing they're just trying to break they're just trying to break him so good luck to Chris, but we have him coming up in the in the next couple weeks. We got a conservative Ant and his phone coming up in the next couple weeks. Hopefully, hopefully this time when Ant and I talk, it stays on the machine, and I'm able to transfer it and then put it into the airwaves. That's my goal. But today we do have uh, double N Glenn. You can find him at D N Glenn with two N's on tiktok i don't believe he has a instagram but uh he definitely has tiktok you'll find him there if you can't find me william Babalinsky, william Bobolinski is my name you can find me on tiktok account number 35 and then i can point you into uh the direction of glenn or you just search him up dn glenn you'll find him there so without further ado i am giving you double N glenn Double N Glenn. Oh, Lambo! How's it going, buddy? Good, sir. How are you? I'm I'm doing good. I uh, was supposed to have a much easier day, and you know, you got things scheduled out and planned out, and we've had this for a couple weeks, and and then everything goes to hell in a handbasket. So, but oh. we made it here on time. We're good to go, and you're on you're on live with me. Oh, perfect, perfect. Did you get the uh, get a chance to watch the video that I sent you today? I, I did see that Tupac video. I'm so I'm not a big rap guy. I know you've made several videos and you've done you've done you know some stuff with some rap and and all that. I am not a rap guy, but I know who Tupac is. I know who Biggie is. I know who the family is. I know you know I know all that stuff. Seeing that and they that you know they reopen that case for Tupac and then Biggie to find out you know who exactly killed who. Hearing Puff Daddy, Diddy, Sean Combs, his name in all of that was kind of mind blowing to me. What do you what do you what, what do you think about that?
1: The streets have always been talking about it was it was Puffy. Now this was referenced in Eminem songs, and when he did podcasts a couple times, he he referenced this. So it wasn't a big surprise to hear his name come out, but. Just as a background, now it makes a lot of sense why Mace left the scene so quick. Because Mace went to ministry and left the rap game right after both of them were deceased. So now it's starting to make sense why he left so abruptly, giving up all that money that he was making
0: during that time. So, yeah, it's wild. <clears throat> so, h- with Tupac gone, that opens up a door for Puff, Sean. Mm-hmm. I so I can understand that one. Do you think? Do you think Biggie was getting nervous or anxious, or he didn't think he could keep the mouth closed, and that's why he might have been killed? Obviously, this is a this is just us shooting the breeze, but right.
1: So this is it, this is all alleged, right? Because they're not they haven't proved it. Actually, puff, but puff is under investigation. However, um, yeah, that kind of makes sense because Biggie and Pop were friends at one point, and then they let the East Coast West Coast beef get in. Between, and really, it was kind of like a uh, one of those things where I'm sure neither one of them really wanted to go that route. But um, Biggie, it's been known that he he cried when when Tupac got shot and killed. And he was like, "Oh man, you know that that's really messed up." And no one comes back, man. That's the, the the famous thing was Biggie said, "Man, there's no coming back from death." So it makes sense now, years later, after we can analyze everything and and the situation and the streets talking and everything else. But you have to have the proof, and if they don't have proof against this, then they're just allegations against Puff. But Allegations against Puff has been on the streets for years, um, and he's been looked into multiple times by the police, and he just you know, basically said, why would I do that? I'm, I'm losing a lot of money having my best friend gone, too. So it's interesting. It's for sure interesting, and hopefully it comes to some kind of resolution. I know a couple of houses have been raided, and we'll see what happens with that. You know?
0: I believe it was a bodyguard of of Biggie was that who was kind of the the gatekeeper in all of this that's allowing these locks to be unturned again
1: Yeah, I think so because he he finally I believe he finally came forward and was like, "Look, you know, Puff told me to stay away." And he felt that 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 was the problem. Like, why would you want his bodyguard not there? You know what I mean? His bodyguard needs to go with him everywhere he goes. And you're telling me not to go? He's like something was up, and then that night, that's when Pop got, or not Pop, but Biggie got shot. So it's interesting. Um, you know, obviously we don't know any of these characters by personally; we only know them as uh, figures and, and artists. So, um, yeah, we have no skin in the game. But man, it's it's very interesting to see this turn of events. How good? Thirty years how, later.
0: How good was Biggie? He was really good.
1: He was really good. He was a great storyteller. And that's what his main thing was, was telling stories. Um, And he, you know, he used words and bend them. He'd bend them like Eminem does. Um, But yeah, so Biggie, Biggie could rap um, without writing anything down, which made him very, very good. Because no one knew what he was going to come up with next.
0: That's kind of the Jay-Z thing. He He didn't write anything down either. And, that's right. you know, from what, from what I remember, like I've got, I've got a couple, you know, PD to, uh, CDs, I've got maybe a Jay-Z CD. I was a, I'm a country guy, country and country and nineties rock. So I didn't really get into that, but I still had it because that's what my friends listen to. I know the girls like listening to it. So I got to have something if they come into the truck. Right. So right. I would, I'd have that stuff with me, but it really wasn't my, it wasn't my ringtone. But right. what I what I remember is just from rap in general from that from our day growing up was it was a storytell. and now you've got this stuff where they just mumble I'm like my daughter's like oh my god this song is on I'm like what is he even saying
1: Yeah What's a, what do you think well, the
0: difference is from then to now on 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 the rap game
1: so the rap game has evolved into a lot of different genres. Um, you have your country rap like Adam Calhoun and uh, others like Ryan Upchurch with the great both uh, both are great artists. Jelly Roll was another one, um, and then you have just a whole, whole bunch of different genres that I grew into. But here's the thing: like when I was listening to old school rap, my dad could not understand what they were saying either. Now, was it his old ears? Is it our old ears listening to this and saying, oh, this is, this is crap because, you know, we can't understand what they're going through or what they're saying. Um, that could be part of it. But the other half of that is you have to enunciate your words when you speak. And, but these kids get it. They get the, the mumble because they're used to, you know, hearing just the sound and not the voices. They don't talk on the phone anymore. Nope. So they go through text, right? Text them videos and that's it. And you won't even catch the kids talking on videos like video chat. That's the older generation. They won't, they won't video chat. They only do podcasts if it's, you know, a call in or, or, uh, you know, they're very, it seems that way. The younger generation doesn't like to be on film as much as us.
0: It's that looking in the eye. Like, I make my son, when he talks to me, you talk to me and look at me in the eye. I said, that's important. With two men talk to each other, you know, we we grew up with a handshake. And we're never going to get back to that unless you teach your children that as well. So, look a man in the eye, shake his hand. That's what I'm trying to instill in him, but it's a a slow story. So, I have two kids.
1: Um, one's 24 and one's 18. The 24-year-old is an iron worker downtown Chicago, and the 18-year-old is a mechanic, um, a union mechanic as well. So both boys, that I've, I've always told them from very young age, I'm raising men, I'm not raising boys. So you better act like a man when you go to meet somebody or act right at a party. Don't act out and and pretend like you're a little boy because I'm not raising you as a little boy. I'm raising you as a man. So that held true when my youngest son went to his interview and he shook the owner's hand of the shop and he was like looking right in his face. And the guy was like, you know what? Like, um, basically Travis, which is my youngest, he held himself very well and he got the job right away. So there's something to it, right? There's something to it. And, and when you meet somebody who uh, is younger and does that, you say, hey, you were raised right.
0: And I think that goes, you get into a, a battle between two guys getting into a hiring situation, they're going to remember that. Look them in the eye, handshake, nice and firm, yes, sir. Here I'm here for you yep. sir, you know. It's not pandering, it's that's just showing respect and that's what my, you know, my granddad taught my dad, it's what my dad taught me and you know, you just hopefully you can pass it on down but I think there's a lot of those traditions that just they're not there anymore. They're they're forgotten about.
1: Well, these are the things that uh us men and women that raise kids need to raise them as men and understand that respect goes a long way and you can do a lot with respect if if you get disrespected you also remember that as well
0: yeah probably
1: even probably even more so because you're like screw that punk but that's our generation at least yeah you know their their generation is much different but it's an interesting dynamic we live in today
0: so are you uh, are you Cubs fan or White Sox fan? So I'm going to break your achy break your little heart and let you know that
1: I don't really watch sports at all. I've never been a sports guy. My friends all, all were. I'm not a sports guy at all. I was always into my music, uh, playing music, uh, not performing, but just listening to music. Um and I would watch the Bears if they were on, and watch the Cubs to go to sleep. So baseball puts me right to sleep, but golf does. I can't. I can't sit there and watch around the golf, even if Tiger Woods is playing. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm out. It's just like it's got to be fast paced for me, and it's got to be interesting to me, right? Yeah, I'd rather sit there and watch the the History Channel and stay awake to the History Channel. But as soon as I put a Cubs game on, or or any baseball, it doesn't have to be Cubs, but any baseball, I'm out.
0: So it's I did. Funny. I recorded uh, with Ant, <clears throat> and it's the lost episode, is what I call it, because my SD card that that holds all of my shows crashed. Mm-hmm. So we got we got about forty five minutes into it, maybe just just under an hour into it, and the machine goes blank. I got nothing. So we were talking about Cubs. He was telling me all of his stories about the Cubbies and him growing up and I have none of it. i I was I was I was pretty depressed after that. I was like, "No way."
1: Yeah, my dad was a Cubs fan and he brought us to a few games, you know, and I remember he got into a fight with a guy because he's swearing too much in front of, his, you know, my dad's kids. And I'm like, I looked over at my dad like, "Are you shitting me? You got to be you got to be kidding me." the amount of curse words that come out of your mouth, you worry about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think my dad was just drinking and he needed to fight somebody, but it's interesting, man. Yeah, this no doubt. But life, life in general. So, so and a funny story about, aunt. um, Ant was live with, uh, the state Jake from state farm years ago, not the Jake from state farm, but he used to be on TikTok. and, so I basically gifted Jake from state farm. He goes, Oh, I want to meet whoever gifted me this. So I actually was like, well, cool. Because I'm in the town over from Ant, you know, and you guys are going to Ant's house. So asking if if I could come by, you know? So I did, I got to meet Brianna, uh, Craig, uh, um, just a whole bunch of people. Great, great creators, great people. Uh, even uh, Info Savage was in there, too. And it was after that. And then Aunt invited me to his next party. And we uh, we did that find your phone prank, which was kind of cool. Um, he grabbed my phone. I had like zero followers on, on TikTok because I basically deleted my account because I was on another app. And he's like, how many followers you got? I'm like, you don't even look at my TikTok. Like, it's sad. <laughs> So he grabs my phone and he pretends like he found it in an alleyway in Chicago. And oh my goodness, it went, it didn't go viral. It had like over 150,000 views, but I quickly gained a lot of people. And then I was on the other app and people were coming over to the other app saying, Hey, dude, they're looking for you. Ant has your phone. You have to go and get your phone back, bro. And I'm thinking to myself, you guys are so naive to think that I'm doing I'm doing these videos on this app, and you think I don't have my phone. <laughs> like, That's funny. And people were like, "Oh, it was just it was a good prank," and and we kept it going for for a while, like a good six months. And I had my nieces, my nephews doing it, and then bigger bigger creators, uh, Brianna. I don't know if Brianna did one. I don't think so, but. Uh, did one uh, a couple other people so it was it was very very cool and you know it's just uh, you know learning how the how the app worked was pretty cool
0: how long have you have you been on when, when did you originally get on to tiktok because there was a time there when i got on that you weren't a presence on there and then when you come back on it was like oh glenn's back and i'm like i don't even know who glenn is who is glenn and then i saw of course see the the quaff that you have and it yeah. all all of that but how long have you been on on tiktok so i was on tiktok when
1: the shutdown started to begin um so right as covid was happening march of 2020 and so i got on just just a you know, joke around, and and then all of a sudden, I put out one video that went. It it had 150 views, 150 thousand views within like 20 minutes, and it it was going crazy. And then I started getting death threats. So it it was a video of me saying, "Hey," because this is during some of the riot times, you know. I'm like, hey, it only takes my marriage to deputize all these veterans in my town. How about you? And it went, you know, it started going viral. And then I just shut it down because there was no way. I have I had my last name on that thing. I was like, nope, no way. <laughs> so I shut it down for a little while. Then came back um, maybe a month after that. And then I just started doing pickups like we noticed people were getting banned for talking about uh, the jab and, and we had to basically talk in code just to have a video be seen um, and not taken down. So when I started doing those pickups, I would do them every once in a while and people were like, Hey man, uh, I heard you're the pickup guy, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I was getting messages all the time. Hey, you know, and I was only had like maybe 20,000 followers, but then I started getting banned because I was picking everyone up. And then I met with, um, about a year after that, I came back and that's when I hooked up with Freedom and, and, uh, Free Roads and Packing. And then that's when you came along. I was like, oh, hey. So that, that was a good time. That was a good time when, when they were, they were all getting banned, like left and right. And everyone knew when Glenn put out a video, it was going to be one of these three guys. And to me, that was interesting and fun because, you know, obviously it's like people are looking to me to get to other people. And, and that right there's you're then holding a lot of cards, right? Because if you yourself get banned, now I have all these people that know all these other people, that know all these other people, that know all these other people. people. And as soon as I came back from being banned, I'd hit up to 8,000, 10,000 right away. And that was the cool part about that during that time, which was only a year ago, maybe. So, yeah. Interesting, man
0: interesting I, I find it interesting on how this algorithm works cuz i've created videos and then they'll get shared or duetted or whatever but i might only have a couple hundred people watch it or you know view it is what tiktok says but then i'll go to whoever sent it or whoever duetted it and shared it onto their page and they'll have 10,000 15,000 20,000 views on it. All I, right. I, I, how is how does and I, it just blows my mind cuz how does that even work? It should be mine and then they have theirs with a couple hundred views but it's it's so, very so they, weird. They label people. So if you have a violation, you go
1: into a certain category. If you have two violations, another category. And if you are problematic where you keep coming back, they know your IP address. Even using a VPN, they can figure it out sometimes I think. Um, or they do facial recognition. They're doing something that's tight-lipped about it. But in the aspect of, you know, when you have that stigma on you, you can't get past 3,000 views or 1,500 views if you get that lucky. I'm right now, I'm, I know my account's been, uh, tagged because it used to be subtle. Now I don't think it's as subtle. If I go to my homepage right now, I always have a notification. No matter what, if I clear it out or not, there's one notification that I cannot find. I've been through all the inboxes, everything. I can't find it. So why am I having a notification constantly on my phone? I think it's a mark. I That's my belief, but maybe it can't be my phone. It's a brand new phone. So
0: I don't know. That's interesting. I know it, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about, but no, that's an interesting thought right there. So um, you know yeah, you could have a video
1: like, just like how you said, man. you have a few hundred views, and then you go to someone to, to edit it, and they're up to ten thousand, twelve thousand, whatever it is, thousand views. and you're like, well, why did't mine hit like that? <laughs> it could be timing as well. Right, you hit at noon time or, or lunchtime your time, or for you it's probably like nine o'clock in the morning. But videos have already been watched a lot by that time. Look at the East Coast; they're they're up at six, right? And some people grab their phone at six o'clock, get right on. Well, I'm I'm up at four thirty, and so four thirty Chicago time is six thirty New York time, so. When I put out a video that early, it normally hits at least the first wave. You know, then the second wave hits in, in the uh central standard time at six o'clock or six thirty when people are starting to wake up. And that's another viewing section, right? And then you got lunch time and break time and stuff like that in there. So it's interesting to see that your algorithm can get pushed at certain times. But that's not the only thing that's helping it out, right?
0: Glenn, I want to bring up the benefits of actually starting up new accounts. And I've done it 35 times. You've done it a handful of times yourself. But today I want to introduce you to today's show sponsor. And that's Trenot.com. Now, we all know about that amazing beard you have. And they don't have anything for the beard. They don't have beard oils yet. But is what they do have is a daily facial cleanser that is for both men and women that gently removes dirt and oil from your face as well as the stuck-on makeup for you ladies. Ternot also offers two great products called Glow and Nourish. Glow is an advanced type 1 collagen with superfood antioxidant and support. The Nourish is a probiotic meal replacement to improve gut health and gain nutrition. Go to Ternot.com backslash C-I-N-M-I-N, to see all the other amazing products that are on that website, like Balance for the multivitamin, Boost for the premium nitric oxide, the Cellular Combo Pack is amazing and it includes Balance and Boost, but also Enrich and Renew. Message Sinman85 on Instagram or email Sinman03 at gmail.com. Turnout.comSinman, C I N M I N, is where you need to go to see all of those great products. If you go to my 35th account on TikTok, you will see the video that I created for AE Woodworks. They do custom signs, 3D carving, sawmill rough cut lumber, so much more than including custom orders. If you want to go see what he can do, email him bomb009 at gmail.com, B-A-U-M, or get onto etsy.com backslash shop backslash AE Country Crafts. If you just want to go directly to the source, get on TikTok, go to at Jaxer B, J-A-X-E-R, capital B. Go to his page, look at the videos, and in the comments, just tell him a little extra Lambo sent you. If you want to place the order, Either message him directly or shoot him an email, and you can get any creation that you want that is negotiated between you two. But he does an amazing job. I've reposted a couple of videos, he's created a ton of stuff. You will be happy with the woodwork that you will find on his website. Go check him out. AE Woodworks. So, oh. I actually like starting up new accounts
1: because oh, then you I love could,
0: it. you could see all those other videos, right? The ones that you miss and then yeah. you try to go find them through the searches. But like I have found other bands, like Neon Union. They're a, they're a new kind of a up uh upstart country band. I don't know how I, I I don't know what their what their career is, but they're new they're new to me and they're new to the scene. So, but I found them. I found barbecue recipes. I found, you know, different ways of cooking stuff. I found the you know, just the prepper stuff that you just kind of overlook because it's not in your algorithm now. Those videos are awesome. People are very creative. And that's what this app was intended for originally. Right. My daughter's like, Oh my God, you're on there talking politics again. I'm like, well, apparently it works for what, what people want to hear. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing it.
1: Right. Right. Well, I was on a few different other apps and that's how I got my claim to fame if you want to if you will you know it's like not famous but it's like people know me right so when I'm, I was on this one app and I got up to like 120,000 followers and it was cool right but then I had a disagreement with the app itself and the CEO it was a small startup and I was like you know what I'm out at 123,000 people were like are you crazy you just built this whole platform with this guy and with all these people and you're going to leave yeah yeah because i disagreed with what he was doing he was censoring people when he had a free uh freedom of speech platform that's what his the opening thing was uh, freedom of speech and you're going to censor people because google told you to i didn't agree with it i gotta stand on my morals at some point
0: no, so, that, that's kind of like Twitter right now as well. Like Twitter is supposed to be since Elon got it. Well, and it's not Twitter now, it's X, it's, yeah. which I don't understand. I, I guess I kind of understand the rebranding, but I don't understand. And then if you want to get into the, uh, the Illuminati thing with the, with the X and all that, I don't, I don't know if I've right. to that, but, or subscribe to that, but the, the, I don't understand the rebranding of it. What was wrong with Twitter and tweets and,
1: Yeah, that's, I think he wanted to own it himself and not have that stigma of, you know, Jack Dorsey and all that drama that came with Twitter. Um, also, when you rebrand something, then he can't be liable for past actions of Twitter, right? So he rebranded it and actually created a whole new company out of it. So now anything before that, he can't. He really can't be liable for it because he's he was starting to put out the truth on everything. So that was interesting to see the dynamic change and shift with him. But I don't. I don't know about his the new CEO because he's just the owner, right? So now there's a CEO.
0: Yeah, something and, like
1: that. Yeah, and people were like, you know, uh, she's no good. She's part of the the part of that nasty group and whatever. So. People spin things so much online and get into drama. I try and stay out of all the drama. I've had drama set at my foot, you know, at my feet. And it's like, you know what? I'm I'm over it. Like be an adult. You know what I mean? That you're on a kid's app for when it was a kid's app, but now you're creating so much drama that no one wants to be around. So
0: yeah, I'm kind of wrapped up in, in something right now that I'm trying to trying to stay away from. And because I've got too much other shit. I've got stuff that matters going on. Not not an app. I don't right. I don't, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna get into it, but the, it's right. I have too much other stuff to worry about other than this this person. Um it's it's right. beyond me. So but what do you think about this this online feud between Mark Zuckerberger and zuck and uh and elon for them actually gonna fight
1: yeah it's gonna come to blows and that's gonna be that's gonna be fun it's gonna break the internet for sure and it's gonna set records right and they're gonna do it all for charity i think zuckerberg's gonna kick his kick his behind but you never know i mean zuckerberg's been training for years i mean years and years and i don't know about elon but I know Zuckerberg has definitely trained for years. The He's videos been a black for I don't know how long.
0: The promotional videos coming out are fantastic. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's interesting. But so are you calling? Are you calling Zuck for the win? Then
1: I am. I am. Unless there's a technicality like, I gouging or something crazy. I mean, but I think Zuck is going to win, and that you know. I don't have skin in the game, right? I don't care who wins. I don't care who loses. So either way, these guys are both morons, millionaires, billionaires that, that don't even think about me. So why would I give two shits about them?
0: Exactly. Exactly. So your beard. You have a you have an amazing beard. You've gotten some promotional items that have been been sent to you for you to promote. How long have you been growing that thing?
1: So, I've been growing my beard for I don't know, since before COVID. But I, it during the time of COVID, I did shave it off and then I grew it back. Um. So yes, the company was or is. Um, The Beard Company—they're a great company—and they just someone tagged me in a video, and then I kind of responded with a um, with a comment video, and then they saw it because they were tagged multiple times, and they sent me some stuff. So it was very cool of them to do. They didn't need to, and I've always been looking for a company to back, but I want to try their products. I'm not just gonna back them because their products bad and they gave me some good stuff. No, that's a good company. So
0: I got matched up with uh, a company called eat works and I've done a couple uh, ad reads for them. It is um, kit rider 22. It's her, I think it's her cousin or her brother. I can't remember which one, um, but she's out of, she's out of uh, Washington state here as well. She's like Lambo. My, my, I think it's her brother. God, I feel dumb for not knowing that it's a it's a simple thing, but um, he's a military veteran. Was it was him and another friend of his that were was military as well? They were always having to use protein powders, and they were having you know having their stuff to, for for quick little snacks or meals while they're on deployment. And eventually, that gets old. I don't I don't know. I used to work out a lot. I don't anymore. <laughs> Probably should, but you'd have those protein bars that were kind of grainy and. You know, they just, they're just, something was missing. So they took right. their concept to uh, took that concept along with like the protein powders and, and just getting a good hearty protein. And they developed their own company called eat works WRX. And it, they have the, the first two protein bars that are out are jalapeno pepperoni pizza and bacon cheeseburger. Wow. I've got them sitting upstairs. I've got them sitting upstairs. I haven't had them yet, so after I'm done recording with you, I'm actually going to open it up and and do a read like that. So I'm I'm excited to to actually break into that. But just the just the creativity, and we can do so much with flavors now, and and how we develop yeah. things that is out of the box. It's out of the box yeah. thinking to to betterment other people. So I'm I'm really excited for that. Well, that means you're going to have to work out right after, right? I'm going to, yeah. Well, I got my son's <laughs> baseball going on. I'm I'm not done, dude. I got another six hours to go until I'm ready for bed. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually have a, um, I'm going to a village meeting in my city. Uh, cause one of my friends asked me to go. So, and he knows that, uh, I know a lot of the, a lot of the politicians and, and local politicians. So.
0: How important are, are local politics in, in your area? So my area is pretty good as far as
1: self-governance goes. I live in a, a really good town. Um, when all the riots and stuff were going on and they were trying to branch out to the suburbs, um, they caught a few people at the mall near us. And it was a, like six carloads of people. And they said, yeah, we caught them on Facebook. You know, they were bragging how they were going to go and smash and grab in the mall. And so the police swarmed in. Um, so in my area, the politics and the politicians are okay. Um, you know, our streets are getting done. Everything's getting done and we're feel safe around here. And it's not a, you know, it's not a big deal to go walk your dog. You know, you're not going to be worried about getting mugged or anything. Um, But, you know, there's always these weird things that happen in the state level, not on the uh, city level, that concern us, right? Such as um, the new law that uh, was proposed with J.B. Pritzker on Mm -hmm. making non citizens eligible now for. Uh, being police officers statewide. That's crazy. Um, that's crazy. Um, I believe you should be a citizen to work unless you're on a work visa and you shouldn't be able to arrest citizens if you're not one. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that on the state level impacts us locally, but I don't know how much it's going to impact us locally either, because like I said, our town is pretty good. Um, Has but that maybe started some of the suround- surrounding towns. No, it's it's supposed to be, um, take effect on January 1st of 24. However, there's litigation in court right now. that's being challenged. Like it's unconstitutional. So
0: a hundred percent. It's unconstitutional.
1: You're right. Well, we know that, but they don't know that. They're pushing the bounds of the Constitution mm-hmm. all the time. It's like all the, all the uh, gun bans, weapon bans, magazine bans, uh, all that stuff infringes on our Second Amendment. But here we are. they're we're not. Here's the problem. We can never hold our politicians to task on the oath that they take because they if, have exempt themselves out of the oath responsibility But they'll still take the oath, probably just for pictures and you know for formality. But they're really exempt from holding the constitutional constitutionality of anything, so they can write laws against the constitution and see if they stick. And no matter what, if if the law is um, agreed upon and then not challenged for a little while, well, it, it takes it takes. Effect right, until someone challenges it and that is damaged by that unconstitutionality of that law, and then of course, then you have them go to the you know uh, the state Supreme Court and then the regular Supreme Court and all these other courts in between but um once that happens and it's unconstitutional what these what these lawmakers do, they'll change a few words in in the law and rewrite it and push it again
0: we're dealing and with that in that, washington state as well with the assault rifle ban here that it's it's, it's tied up in courts
1: it's everywhere and back in the day i'm not this is not a threat to anybody any politician present day or anything crazy like that but back in the day if that were to happen they used to take them out back and are them and feather them Exactly what they did. It's in newspapers. You can look it up. But they would hold their politicians to task on making sure that no one's uh, rights were violated,
0: as they should. Right. I, I have a conversation. But, I have conversations with a couple buddies of mine that they don't really believe that this stuff is going on. They're like, "We have the Constitution. Where you know we have laws in place to protect us from that." But just like you had said who's holding them accountable when they try to pass these laws that that's right. there, there's nobody to hold them accountable, especially if they really want to just piss away the constitution and, and, you know, l- like, uh, Joe Biden signing in that North, uh, uh, what is that the North American agreement for, for COVID pandemic or the, the pandemic laws. Yeah. And
1: yeah, that was unconstitutional as well. here's the other thing that that biden also did was he even though even though the the supreme court said he couldn't do it he went against it and did it anyway he's trying to pay off all those loans for the for the student loans Mm -hmm. that you can't do that you cannot go against the supreme court but yet he'll sign an executive order and have you know stipulations stating certain things that That they may not have mentioned in the original um, lawsuit to the Supreme Court. So then he can do it for a little while, see how many can get through, and then it'll be challenged, and then they'll do it again. That's their MO. They don't care. They're not in there to. They know. Here's the thing when a politician is scared for their uh, position, then they'll do the right thing. They're not scared because. They hold all the cards. I truly believe that they know who's going to win.
0: I'm They're right there faces. with
1: you. They're just faces and they can do whatever they want.
0: I, uh, the same, just like you had said, the green new deal. Remember when that came um, out, the green new deal, was like $6 trillion for all of this and all these just crazy concepts these crazy ideas and we need to do this for the green you know green energy and then it's like all right all right we're not going to do that but we do need to do this and this it is gonna you know we, we, this is for the the betterment of people all right well you pulled back the 19 you left two that's a good compromise we'll do those two and now you keep going forward and a little bit more comes out and a little bit more comes out and a little bit more comes out I'd like to go back to the original paperwork that was filed through the, through the Senate for the green new deal and see what all they have put, gotten through since then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, you give them an inch and they'll take a mile. Um, and, but in this instance, you give them one inch and they're taking that one inch and running with it. And then they want another inch and another, and by the time you, you turn around, they have the whole foot. So, yeah, it's it's a patient game for them, and it's one of where the American people don't see the whole field that's being played. They only see that moment, and then when you go to look in, in history, you go to look back and say, how did we get there? Like, truly, how did we get to a place or it's okay for a man to go into a woman's bathroom. Or it's okay to see um, all this violence in the streets of Chicago. Or, or wherever. It's not okay. And especially with that fight that just happened in Alabama. Those people on both sides should be ashamed of themselves just talking about it. Um, when you pull up to, to a dock and there's another boat in the way, and it's your spot because they're obviously a charter, it's customary to just move the boat. And obviously these guys were so, I think they were drinking on, on the pontoon boat. I think it's come out that they were. Um, but when your video goes viral because you're fighting, and it's it happened to be black and white, it's it's shameful. It's shameful when men can't couldn't just agree to move a boat. Yeah. It was that simple. That simple. When you break it down, it's not about black or white. It's men that couldn't agree and swallow some pride and say, My bad, I'll move.
0: I think a lot of a <laughs> lot of arguments and and disgruntledness could go away if they would just walk away from the situation or realize that really in the end, what does it matter? There we have so there are so many bigger things that we have to do throughout our day that we don't need to bicker over a boat. One thing that I have always said is that liberals are very patient, and we're going to get into exactly what that means. But first, Kit rider Twenty Two, she sent me that message saying my cousin has this company. Think you can help them out, think you can check it out, see what you can do. Well, that company is eatworkswrx.com. Now, if you go to my TikTok, you will see, or the Instagram, you will see the video I created of me eating the bacon cheeseburger protein bar. It was amazing. They have two of them, bacon cheeseburger bar, as well as the jalapeno pepperoni pizza bar. If you go to eatworks.com, the top left-hand corner of the menu, click that, you'll see our work story, and you'll see exactly how this company came about. They are military-owned, military-veteran-owned, military-veteran-ran, and you will be so happy with it. That video is 100% pure, real-time, I loved it. I had the the bacon cheeseburger. I loved it. It smelled amazing as soon as I opened it and then I ate it. I had I had a chunk of it. I'm going to save some. I'm going to let a couple friends eat the eat off of it as well. But it was amazing. Who is this for? Obviously, they're trying to give back to their brothers and sisters in the military with a with a different kind of bar that isn't your chocolate, that isn't your vanilla, that isn't your banana or peanut butter or whatever. This is completely different. And it is for their brothers and sisters in the military, but it's also for first responders. Are you an exerciser? Are you a trail runner? Are you a gymnast? Are you a mom or a dad who needs a snack along the way? Are you a fighter, hunter, fisherman, softball player? See where I'm going with this? Everybody who is active can use the Eat Works power bar. Go to Eat works.com W-R-X. And remember, if it works for us, it'll works for you. One company that I just signed on with is LTD, Longhorn Tactical and Defense. If you go to LTDefense.shop, it'll take you to this amazing website that has a thousand different items on there. I swear there's a ton of them. But the one thing that really stands out to me and, and what I really wanted to sign up for them with is is the ReadyWise Meals. They come in a bunch of different flavors. They are individual packets or else they also have buckets. And they also have a bunch of combo packs that you can that you can choose from, as well as water storage and, and all of that stuff. If you're looking for anything tactical related, you're looking for magazine holders, you're looking for anything for your, your ammo bins, you're looking for anything else along with the ReadyWise Food Meals, this is the place for you. Longhorn Tactical and Defense, they are completely, 100% military veteran owned and operated. It is a small business. The pricing is right on par with everybody else. The quality is above par with everybody else. You will be happy with the products that you get. Plus, you will be able to protect your family through Whatever happens. But if you want to get on, get the ReadyWise meals, the individual packets or the buckets. You cannot go wrong by having food storage in your house for anything that is natural disaster related, fire related, earthquakes, tornadoes, flooding. These meals will stay for you in your wherever you keep them. And they'll, they'll be able to provide nourishment and nutrition for your family. I cannot stress this enough when it comes to being prepared, having enough water on hand, having enough food on hand. So that way you and your family can survive LTD longhorn tactical and defense. If you want the promo code message me, if you go, you go to this website, you place an order before you hit, before you hit pay message me and I will give you the promo code, help you save 5% off your first order message me, LTD, Longhorn Tactical and Defense. You can find them on TikTok as well, LTD Defense, either AZ or Texas, TX, and you can see all of the amazing videos, or else check out my TikTok. I've been sharing them on there as well. But LTD, Longhorn Tactical and Defense, check that out, LTDdefense.com or shop. Go check them out, see all of those amazing products. Before you order, message me. I'll give you the promo code. Oh, oh, did did you think I forgot? Did you think I forgot about Craved Drinks, Nightlife downtown Spokane, Washington? No, I did not. I did not forget about the best place in town. I did not forget about the coldest beer in town. And the well drinks? Oh yeah, those are amazing too. Do not, do not, do not forget to tip your waiters when you go down there. Say hello to Jacob and the staff. Tell them a little extra Lambo sent you. And then be nice to everybody. Order from the best waiters in town, the best staff in town. You will get that at Craved Strengths Nightlife downtown Spokane. Uh, what you you'd also just said something about um, being patient, and I've always said that that liberals are very patient. They can enact a plan. And it might take 30 years to do, i.e., taking over our school system slowly and then getting in all the indoctrinated teachers to then teach the kids who then become teachers. It's a slow plan. Re- Republicans yeah. are very reactionary. Like once something happens, then we've got to react to it. And then, oh, well, this plan, plan has been going on. We need to react to that. We're always chasing the plan. Now, today, is as I'm sure that you've seen on Twitter and, and on social media, or actually, it was uh, it was uh, end of last week, you had Michigan come out saying that there are 34,000 illegal votes coming into the, the Detroit uh, precinct for the um 2020 election, and then there were yeah. thousands and thousands of copied uh mail in votes, and now you've got and don't go ahead, go ahead, don't forget about. Don't forget about
1: all of the, um, they also found, uh, like credit cards, not credit cards, but prepaid cards and a whole bunch of other things in this one warehouse. That was all the photocopied, uh, stuff. But who are they going to give those cards to? Like who bought all those cards? That's who you need to chase down. Because obviously it was so nefarious that you're just handing out gift cards that it cannot be traced especially if they're paid with cash um i mean you could probably chase it down at some point but who's going to take the time to do that right unless there's truly election fraud involved but who does that then the local police aren't going to do it the state police should do it but don't and then you have the feds. are they going to do it who's responsible who's responsible for keeping our votes one on one and not you know I have 10 votes
0: and I'm going to go vote now you know what I mean mm-hmm. well it's so, accountability who's who's holding it, anybody accountable
1: and i'll tell you that what it used
0: to be the military well, they I,
1: used to be the ones standing next to next to the voting booths back in the day to ensure that black people women Everybody got their vote. That was once the women were obviously allowed to vote, which was a travesty in in itself. When we're all supposed to be created equal, they should have already had a vote. Just because you you had, you know, back way back in the day when you're staying at home and being, uh, you know, housewives. And it wasn't like housewives today. (laughs) Not like (laughs) the real housewives. (laughs) (laughs) So of uh, of Beverly Hills or, or wherever. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they, they were they were homesteaders and they didn't get a vote, you know, and that's that's a shame too. But once that law passed where they could vote, which I don't think the law should even be on the books, but um once they were able to vote, then the military would watch over. Now this is back in the day. We're talking you know what? 60? 60, 60s? something like that. Yeah, when was the women voters? You have something in your hand and look it up.
0: I'll look at that. Um, but uh, I was gonna say, just right on the same line you were. Is it gonna take military action with what's going on today? You've got Trump being indicted, and um, on he's you know they're they're claiming he's made he made false. Uh, election fraud claims and now it's his job to prove it and he already said to the media got him was the only thing he said so as he was going into the limo got him so in 1920s when the women were allowed to vote okay so we're way off but your computer's a little um, bit faster you, than mine is yeah <laughs> so you get the gist of it so but you know me
1: and i put out content that is sometimes on the edge of things such as the military is the only way type stuff. I believe if we're ever attacked again with uh, any kind of cyber attack um, and we can't vote the next day because they attacked us on the fourth instead of, you know, on election day. Uh, I don't think people realize that there was a, executive order that was signed and also Biden actually renewed it um, stating that if there's an attack then we have to have backups so now we have a backup and that backup is a paper ballot I don't think people many people realize that but we have that in place now today so and of which we really didn't have that back in 2020 right so um Now we have that, and if the systems do go down and it's an attack, then that's when the military can step in because they're going to be watching everything.
0: That's my opinion. Um, I'm pulling that up right now. Many people agree with that. I think it should always be paper ballot. I think there's too much fraud when you allow the mail-in balloting. Oh, yeah. Or you have or or digital but another idea too is we have so much trust in our phones we bank with our phones we send money through our phones yep. we have our you know our retirement stuff on our phones we have so much on our phones why can't we vote from our phones
1: we have facial recognition now why can't we
0: also with saying that
1: I've always said this from back in the day when American Idol was, first came out. There had so many millions of votes for the people that were seeing via phone, right? And they'd text in or, or send whatever it was. You press two for this person when you call in. Um, I always said, why couldn't we do that? Like for, for a presidential race.
0: And you know how quick those, those votes are counted? We could watch it live. Right there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> have Ryan I mean, Crest cool, out but, front.
1: But how trustworthy is that? Like I said, now we have different technology where we have facial recognition. You can have your fingerprint and all that stuff. Um, but again, the politicians don't want that. They wouldn't want that. Because then, then it is one vote, one person. And people that have been uh, using the system and fraudulently voting, then, uh, you know, maybe that would stop. At least it would slow it down.
0: And, but and I want everybody that. to notice. Everybody to notice. He did not say Republican or Democrat. He said politicians. And I completely, yeah. 100% agree with you on that. Because both sides do it is right oh now God, right now it's focused on one side very easily yeah. that quarter could be flipped to the other side and we could be going down that rabbit hole as well
1: yeah and and that's the thing and that people don't get why why people voted for Trump it was because screw a politician like let's send in this outsider and let him disrupt your whole game cuz you guys need it you guys aren't doing what people want you're going against what we say. And even if, even if you're from a far left or far right state, then there's always should be compromise, but they don't do that compromise. They put everything into a bill. It's never a one topic bill. It's always earmarks and all this other stuff. And, and if you say, Oh, I'm voting for this veteran thing that's in this bill, well, that also may take away uh, your social security it might go down because you're you're putting it to, towards the veterans or or whatever. So then they have that as a campaign slogan, oh, he went against uh, giving you more money for your social security. Instead of highlighting the fact that you just helped out so many veterans, but they'll they'll turn it and spin it on you. And that's why I'm I'm glad to see that now it's kind of kind of more streamlined where it's it's one topic bills. Yeah, and, and I it think, needs to um, Jim, Jim Jordan did that with uh, oh, Gates, I think it was, yep. introduced it. Yep, Matt Gates. So, yeah. So that was a good move. We'll see how long that lasts, right? Because it's only as far as the, the politicians that are in power that can remove that. So who knows?
0: And and it it that's something that needs to that needs to stay. The reason they were all grouped up together was because they were only supposed to be there for two or three weeks at a time, and then go home to the yep. people they were rep- representing, go home to their businesses, go home to you know whatever. Now they live there, yeah. which I, I I think we yeah. should get away from that. We don't we don't need people living in Washington anymore because you lose no, touch.
1: Well, now that we have Zoom and everything else, I really don't agree with the whole thing that the Democrats did, and this we'll get into that. But it was both sides that did it during COVID, where they were like, "Oh yeah, we can we can continue on with this Zoom call. So we can vote uh, remotely." Really, you're going to vote remotely when it's your your responsibility to be there and vote in person? But they all all agreed to it. We didn't agree to that. No. So they agreed. Here's the, here's the problem with with politicians as a whole. If you go up to your boss tomorrow and you say, "Boss, I'm giving myself a raise," your boss will tell you, "Get out of his office." <laughs> These people vote on their own raises and own health care and own everything, um, and own rules that. Are we surprised at this corruption? Are we surprised that they have the best healthcare in the United States while others that are homeless don't have any healthcare? I mean, we're, no one should be surprised at that, and no one should be surprised that they get mad when we question that they have that authority to do it. But they get mad. Oh, oh they very get mad much so.
0: And you got yeah. guys, people like AOC out there going, "We don't have enough." How are we supposed to afford to live in our in our in our home, our real life home, and then we have our apartment here in Washington D.C. and we don't have a car service. How are we supposed to afford this? Yeah. Like yeah, how out of touch are that, you?
1: Yeah, that's another thing that's scary as heck, right? They all live behind gates, um, like fences and gates, uh, and they won't put up a border in the south because. It doesn't work. (laughs) It's like, you guys are, you got to be kidding me. You know, at some point, someone's got to shake them up and say, look, dude, you know, your younger version of yourself would probably kick your ass. And that's putting it like.
0: Anytime a politician is telling you something, you just insert the words when they're done for you. The wall right. doesn't work for you; it works for me. These raises right. doesn't don't they're not for you; they're for me. Yep. How much longer do I have you for? Uh, about ten minutes. We're good. Okay, so I sent you a text a couple days ago, and I asked this on Doc House, uh, the podcast with, that I did with him, and I and I didn't really get the the answer or the, the, the conversation about it that I wanted to. And I think it was really because I sprung it on him, right? It's the butterfly effect. And I brought up JFK just as an example and we kind of ran with it and then it fell off a cliff really quickly where I wanted to have, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to go along with it, you know, and just see what the, what the butterfly effect was. So I sent this text to you saying, saying, Glenn, I want to know what would you change of your past of the country's past? whatever and then how would that ripple go be going forward so this is this i find
1: it very interesting because we always think oh i should have done this or oh i should have done that but then the reality reality of it is if you change one thing it will have that ripple effect and you might not get the same result that you wanted when you did change it so personally, I wouldn't change anything in my life that truly affects me. Um, but if you were to change one thing, even in, in politics or anything, really, you might not like the results that, that you got. Like, let's say MLK, uh, survived and he didn't die. Um, then you wouldn't have, uh, the rainbow coalition or certain things like that that came out of that um oh man that's a tricky one and it's one of those questions that if you answer it and try and figure out what the ripple effect would be you could i could sit here for hours now in saying that let's go let's go and dive into this because i think that we're on an alternate alternate an alternate timeline as we speak 100 percent, man <laughs> <laughs> because there's no way that marty mcfly went back and changed his timeline and someone didn't go back and change ours because you got to think about it how crazy had the last five years been six years seven i mean it's been crazy oh yeah we've been when you have a reporter standing in front of buildings that are burning on fire and they say, Oh yeah, this is mostly peaceful. Bro. It's a riot burning down. The town is not peaceful. And you could go to any town. If that were to happen, it's Oh my God, the calling crazy. Well, yeah, but somehow it's normal when we see it on TV. It's just, to me, it's, I think we're, we have gone too far. And the pendulum will always swing back, and when it does, watch out because it's going to come swinging back again. I don't
0: know. What's I, the I new? To what's the new Mandela effect? That is it. The Richard Simmons is that the latest one? Where they? That's the latest. That's the latest one. But then they came up with something else. Uh, and for you guys that don't know, they're saying Richard Simmons never wore a headband. Yeah, and the the pictures online they they show them no headband, no headband. The costumes that they sell had no headband, but the people for Halloween's when they were taking their pictures, they all had headbands.
1: You're looking at up.
0: I <laughs> no, I was I I did before, and you can you can. There's no headbands on the guy. He, that's what he had. He had the headband. I mean, that's what made him cool. Man, we we. I thought he had the, the tennis bracelet things that they had.
1: You know, the the, the same material out of the headband. I, I don't
0: yeah, I he do He was an aerobic John McEnroe. Yeah. They're going to come out telling us that John McEnroe didn't yell it at the officials. That's what they're going to come out with next. No, he was a peaceful oh. guy. Mostly peaceful. <laughs> next thing you're going to know, they're going to say that
1: Tupac had tub life over his thing, not thug life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that would be <laughs> uh, my next tattoo.
0: <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming on to the show. We've been trying to do this for a little while, so I, I do appreciate you working me in. Good luck at your at. Uh, it's not a gala. What 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 do you have? You have a, a meeting of some sort.
1: Yeah, so I have a I have to attend the just a village meeting. So
0: anything you wanna say? Anything you wanna say? Encouraging any anything along those lines.
1: Yeah, man.
0: Be peaceful with everybody. Everyone's gonna have high tensions this
1: next year and have patience and, and if you see someone getting into a scuffle or a fight, break it up. Don't start recording it. That's so I hate childish. That. I absolutely can't stand that. And if you see an old lady or an old man walking up and they are obviously have uh, walking issues, open the damn door for them. I mean, be, be considerate of others. And no matter what, always think of our elderly as history, right? Don't disrespect history. So that's my final word.
0: I can't agree with you more, man. I I, I live by those as well. So I appreciate you coming on, sir. Good luck tonight, and we'll have to do this again when we got more time.
1: All right, appreciate you.
0: All right, see you later, buddy. See you. That was Double N Glenn. Thank you again for coming on. You can find him at DN Glenn. Usually it's Double N, but he has the same situation that I do where I can't use my full name. I can't use Lambo. So DN Glenn on on TikTok. I don't think he has an Instagram. I should have asked him. But go find his videos. Go find his content. Go find that amazing beard that he's got and uh, follow him. Tell him a little extra Lambo sent you. But I do appreciate you coming back on. We've got uh, a bunch of stuff going on um, in the news right now. We've got President Trump being indicted once again. And Democrats are just all, all up in cheers and all up, you know, throwing little parties and all excited for nothing. So once this indictment goes down, they're going to make him prove that there was no election fraud. And like I, like I had said, as he was getting in the limo, he looked, turned around, and said, "Got him." He has to now. Every single state has to now the auditors or the attorney generals. I can't remember exactly who it is they have to then go turn over all of the election results. I created a tweet today off of this. Jay Inslee, you are not you are not protected. Your reign of terror over Washington state will be in jeopardy as well because now that election will be completely opened up and analyzed. You are not safe, Jay Inslee, because everything that you passed from 2020 on is no longer void, or is is no longer, it is void. Everything that you did, you were corrupt, you stole the election, you cheated to win, and you know you did not win. And that, those results will be brought to light and the truth will come out, and you will be removed from office immediately. And everything that you did to hold the people down, to tie them into their chairs, keep them at home, killing small business, everything that you have done to the citizens of Washington State, you will pay for your sins. And I cannot wait for that day. So, like I said, every state, Will have to turn over their election results. It will be, it will be uh, Trump's responsibility to prove. Now, as we know, there is Michigan, like Glenn and I just talked about. There's Georgia, Pitt, Pennsylvania, Arizona, where Carrie Lake just got screwed over. The judge himself said that there is all sorts of evidence just not enough evidence to to overturn anything it's like what do we need to overturn it what is the marker because every time they set up an end zone they move it back every time they set up an end zone they move it back that 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 end zone is constantly moving and i think that we need to get back to minimalizing the election results and minimalizing what is needed for burden of proof, but also just in the election in general, we need to get away from all of this other stuff and just go <clears throat> and just go back to voting on paper. And that is definitely where we need to go. We need to start sober. We need to we we need to get back to. What makes this country great? We need to get back to how we can do things more efficiently. And as Arizona has shown, as Wisconsin has shown, as uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do Florida, or, or no 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 not Florida. I'm gonna do uh, New York has shown California. Their voting processes are horrendous. We need to follow Florida. Florida had their their election done and certified within three days. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not three days, three hours after the polls had closed, they were all done. We need to go back to that. It shouldn't take days, weeks, months, like in Arizona's case, and then run off elections and yada yada. Washington State has had its elections stolen from them for quite a while because it's mail-in balloting. And who put in the mail-in validating? A Democrat. Who has been governor for the last 30 years? A Democrat. And you go back to the truth seekers. You go back to when Dino Rossi was running for election. The higher-ups in the state say that he actually won the election. But he didn't have enough money to prove. He didn't have enough evidence to prove. It's all about what you can prove. Dino Rossi could have won. Trump could have won in 2020. But numbers showed Biden. It was what could he prove. So the last four years, Trump has spent who knows how much money proving, getting the evidence, getting all the information. More and more and more comes out. A little bit's leaked. We're going to, heads are going to roll. Heads are going to Fall off. People are going to be bewildered at the fact of how much evidence Trump has on this 2020 election, and this is all a part of of his four year agenda to bury and burn down the system. So let's hope that I was Glenn. Thank you again for coming on. I'm going to need everybody listen carefully. Hit that like button for me. Hit the follow button for me and then go to that notification bell because that that is where you can get the newest and latest episode of a little extra Lambo. Wrong button. God dang it. I need my I need my my outro music. This has been a little extra Lambo. Thank you Glenn for listening. <laughs> coming onto the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Keep your heads up. Be prepared. Have enough water on hand, food on hand. But be calm, folks. Love you guys. Peace. Peace.